Welcome to Trailer Trashing, the podcast where we trash movie trailers and, and review them as well. I'm Joey Rinaldi, and with me as always is our chief editing producer, Charlie Weinshank. And also with oh, us is, oh. woo, woo, and also with us <laughs> is the amazing, very funny, uh, ukulele grunge playing comedian uh, Derek Blythe, the, the the swamp monster himself. How you doing, brother? Hello, <laughs> America. Yes. Man, if only we had some kind of like sound effects that we could do with our The only sound effect I can do is caca, caca, caca. Oh, that's a cool dog sound. That was a good one, yeah. yeah was that a shrimp? Yeah, it, was, a shrimp. it was supposed to be like a bird, caca. Well, Derek, can you please tell us what today's theme is? Today's theme, just like Peter Frampton, is stuff that comes alive. Dun, 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 dun. Whoa, Peter Frampton, come alive. I used to listen to that album when Warren. I was in elementary school. And, and, what what movies do we have lined up for today? <laughs> Sorry, okay. <laughs> We've got... I'm surprised we didn't end up with horror movies, but <laughs> I like I like what we have. We have 1987's Mannequin, 1995's Indian in the Cupboard, and 1997's Flubber. I love how this is all like comedic movies within the same y- years. It's, it's, it's like a, we actually tried to have something coherent this time. <laughs> yeah, I definitely had both Indian in the Cupboard and Flubber on VHS. So I'm wondering if I'm going to if these are going to be any trailers that I like know by heart. Still, My dad I bet Indian in the Cupboard. I will. My dad used to watch Mannequin. Like I, when you said that, because I, I, I was the only one who didn't know what movies we were doing. Because Joey asked me if I want to know, and I said, you know, it surprised me. Uh, my dad, yes, I'm surprised. But my dad used to watch Mannequin, and I haven't heard of that movie since the last time you watched it. Was probably when I was like a little kid. So whoa, hey, that that's interesting. So uh, in my little like like I, we had this little TV in my family car when I was like three to five. And um, Flubber was like a movie that would just like always be on the floor and we would always put it in. But I was so young that like my memories of it is so strange. Like I don't know if it scared me or if I thought it was funny. But when we traded the car in, we left Flubber in the car and I haven't seen it since. So I, I kind of know what it is, but I don't at all. All I, all I know is I love Robin Williams. I, um, I never saw Flubber, but I know of Flubber kind of. I saw uh, The Nutty Professor. And I think that's where the the idea of that came from. I think they're connected somehow, right? If not just by the idea of flubber, it's like haunted boogers <laughs> that are that have different personalities. I think it's one that splits up in Robin Williams. So kind of like garage. the Mucinex commercial. Yeah, but like good. <laughs> I, I, I love those Mucinex commercials. They all seem like pretty friendly guys. Those little booger monsters. They all seem like a good time. It started off as like a Brooklyn guy and his greasy family, and now it's like TJ Miller. Wait, really? I thought it was still- Yeah, you haven't seen those ones? When I think of the Mucinex Boogie Monster, I think of my Uncle Larry just being like, yo, uh, Karen, get me the bologna sandwich already. Forget about it. I I love that. They have a lot of them, though. The problem is it's like kind of like they do seem nice, right? But then it's like humanity is trying to ethnically cleanse these people, and it's kind of fucked up. 
So maybe that's what this movie Dude, is. Dude, it's fucked up. Don't don't kill my, my fucking Uncle Larry Mucinex, big farmer trying to save the day. Are we doing Flubber first? Is that No, we're no, we're not doing Flubber first, but uh that would be an amazing <laughs> segue to Flubber. Uh the the yeah. first movie we're actually watching, which I, I'd love to get to the trailer immediately, is um Mannequin. I, I know nothing about this movie, but the little bit I, I Wikipedia'd sounds hot. Sounds what? Sounds hot. <laughs> yeah. It sounded like you like choked on something. You're like, all I know is it sounds. <laughs> I, I, I just die on the podcast. And like, because we're quarantined, you guys can't save me. I'm just choking. Yeah, I, that's why I was laughing because it's like it didn't sound like a technical error. <laughs> it sounded like you were doing something weird. Yeah, it sounded like you like were walking into the kitchen and stepped on a piece of glass or something. Okay, all right. Let me try it one more time. Before I gotta go, do, guys. Before we do the trailer, let me try it one more time. I'm excited for Mannequin because this one sounded hot. And then you step on a piece of glass. Oh. We have to t- t- take it from the top. <laughs> okay, all right. Last time, last time. I'm excited for the movie trailer for Mannequin because it sounds hot. Slip on a banana, hit a glass. I'm dead. No one's going to do CPR. I'm crying. But as I had my last moment alive, I realized... Everything was worth it, and I don't regret a thing. <laughs> All right, let's watch this trailer. That was beautiful. <laughs> I, and you know what's also beautiful? This movie trailer. I started up, Charlie, baby. Jonathan Switcher. Wrong sex. Loves to talk to his work. You know, you're the first thing I've created that made me feel like an artist. Don't you like a new scarf? He never expected. Not especially. To hear it talk back. I really think I'm going crazy. I am so glad you're working here. I never thought they'd hire anyone stranger than me. You're the only one who can see me like this. To the rest of the world, he's a disaster. You're quiet. And she's a dummy. Ah! You are one sick puppy. But together. They don't do that. You weren't so shy when you were creating me. You weren't so real. They make magic. Look at him with the dummy. Who are you to criticize? And that new stock boy, and I just want you to keep an eye on him for me. I think I'm gonna handle things my own way. All the girl mannequins disappeared from the windows last night, film at 11. Yes, my dear, your favorite. She is gone to get him! You're magic. He's talking to the dummy again. Andrew McCarthy, Kim Cattrall. You know I would never bother you when you're getting a piece of wood. Mannequin. As creepy as that trailer was, I'm so invested in that whole movie. I I love it so much. I love that. Yeah, that was awesome. I would love to do a re-edit of this trailer with creepy music instead of happy 80s. Oh my god. I just I I feel like I uh, what was that dude's name? He was in uh, Coming to America. Uh, was, was that Arsenio Hall? I don't know. Yeah, yeah I think that was Arsenio Hall, but I don't think that's him in this movie. Yeah, I don't think that is Arsenio Hall, dude. What? He just has cool glasses. That looked like Arsenio Hall to me. It was uh Mezak Taylor. Mezak Taylor? I don't know. That's his name. <laughs> all I'm saying is that this like '80s brand of comedy. Very good. Love it. I'm all here for it. Um, I really like how uh, it's kind of upfront about how the mannequin is only alive to him, which is like, that is, the, I think, like the best part about like this movie. 
Because it's not trying to make you think that magic is real or anything. It, it's like, no, this guy's crazy, but we're on his side because he's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's in love. He's fucked up. He's crazy. But like, it's, you know, let it ride. The trailer really does make it seem like it's just him being crazy. But I think the movie is like some Greek goddess or something's like able to manifest herself to one person as a mannequin and has like some set amount of time to fall in love or whatever. Oh, I see. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure it's, it's following the Pygmalion myth that, like, the sculptor who falls in love with, like, the sculpt the, the sculpture, and then, like, I think it comes alive because the love is so strong or something. I, I don't know. Or something. Dude, that sounded like you were reading. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's, like, this Pygmalion myth. Like, <laughs> reading Dude, I told you. I've been on Wikipedia all day. I've been reading. <laughs> I know so much about this fucking movie. Don't even, don't even try. I, if, if we went to trivia night at a bar when bars are still happening and they did, like, a trivia-themed thing for this movie, I would win it. Yeah, I mean, Pygmalion. I don't even – I've heard of that. I just I think that I what I liked is that's kind of like in Toy Story. It's got, it got it has the Toy Story thing where it's like uh, it's the, an inverse the, of Toy Story. Yeah, yeah, adult story. <laughs> Sex adult Toy Story. Toy story. <laughs> um, let's rate it. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna rate this pretty highly. I mean, I thought it was a great trailer. Now, once you start talking about Pygmalion and this and that, uh, you know, that's movie talk. Wasn't as wasn't as exciting. I give the trailer though like a, a seven and a half. I'm giving it a nine. Uh, it was fun. The music was incredible. For the listeners who who, who haven't seen the trailer themselves, it, it's just the ride. It's just an innocent kid. He works at a store, sees a hot mannequin, and the hot mannequin falls. Call comes alive. He falls in love. Everyone thinks he's crazy. And and it's just it's so goddamn cute. I'm giving it a nine. It, it deserves. Yeah, a you gotta follow your heart. I'm following my heart. And, and Derek, how do you feel about this? I'm gonna give this trailer an eight out of ten. Uh, simply f- for the it was gonna be lower, but the shot of him riding the sign up into that <laughs> electrical wire straight into his b hole uh, <laughs> was amazing. It was right dead on because I feel like you could easily make this a trailer about a guy who got electrocuted in his asshole and was never the same <laughs> since <laughs> Derek, stop telling people my autobiography that that shit's private so um, this song actually the song in the movie trailer actually uh was uh the number one song in america for like four weeks on the billboards after this nothing's so, gonna stop us now so even though even though this movie got bad reviews at first the song was a hit. Was the movie uh, the first place the song like? Came yeah, out? yeah. The, the song was made for the movie. That was also with the um, the bodyguard, right? That had like some of the most famous music of the eighties. There 80s was a lot of that written for it. Yeah, but Cindy now who, Lopper I guess did they, that Goonies song. Yeah, totally. Eighties were weird. Speaking of Goonies, what, what, what do you two Goonies think of the uh, Rotten Tomato score? Which I will be sitting out again because I, I'm still so traumatized. From playing this game with Derek Blythe, it's it's the, it's the worst thing I've ever exp- had to endure. <laughs> more more than getting your asshole uh, electrocuted. Hey, Which, I by told the way, you that shit is off the record. We're editing that part out of the podcast. I don't want anyone to know about my assholes if it's clean, not clean, electrocuted. Let's leave that out. I think this did well because uh, in the past I've done this uh, method of guessing and it worked. I think that this. 
was also an episode of Bob's Burgers. <laughs> yep, it, I know that it one. Was, it was. That's a great episode. He is just a crazy guy in that episode. Dude, yeah, it, it's that guy all growing up. I think. Yeah, and a cartoon. He grew up to be a cartoon. That's what I always wanted to be. Um, I'm gonna give this like a a seventy nine. Seventy nine. There. I'm gonna give it like a forty five. Whoa. I think it wasn't a good movie. I haven't watched I it, think, but I think yeah, I think I went too high. Even though I'm not playing as somebody who also was in love with all my sisters' Bobby Bobby dolls growing up, I really relate, and and I, I would give this a high score too. And now for the reveal of the movie, twenty one. They hated oh, it. Man. This is what the tomato. I got destroyed. Listen, what the tomato critics said about it. Mannequin is a real dummy. Outfitted with the ludicrous concept and painfully earnest script that never springs to life, despite the best efforts of an of an, of an impossibly charming Kim Cottrell. Wow, nice. yeah, Kim Cottrell, Samantha from Sex in the City, uh, freaking Big Trouble, Little China. Throwback. I didn't. This is so. Was this before Sex in the City? Oh, big time before Sex in the City. Yeah, my my. She's uh, like eighteen in this or something. Whoa, barely legal. Yeah, she's barely legal. She actually said uh, in an interview that um, this movie is where she became a woman. And she also uh, watched- Just like the mannequin in the movie. (laughs) Yes. So Kim Cattrall wanted so hard to be a mannequin for this movie that she started powerlifting because she said that like you need to be like the fine and like strong. Is this a real fact? Yeah, this is a real fact. That's honestly kind of lame of her because it's like, you don't need to go that method for this part. <laughs> you dude, she was I mean? trying to become a woman, dude. This is bigger than the movie. This is about her identity. And so now she's a power lifter? No, I don't think she's a power lifter still, but just for the movie, I think she's no. trying to become one. <laughs> <laughs> it was Megan worth Cattrall. it for that 25%. What do you say? 21%? Body fat? No, the Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> we're talking about fitness the, the washington post even said something funnier they said this movie was made by dummies about dummies for dummies harsh that's such a brutal review yeah you want harsh bobby the banana ebert gave this a half a star no oh, no the senior man himself yeah, i think that's the lowest one yet out of all of these that's worse yeah. than scooby-doo he gave it a half star <laughs> He gave it a half a star. That's bad. That's pretty much... I don't think he's ever... I've never seen anything lower than this. Oh, this this is great. Okay, can can I I just give my own personal take real fast? I've been reading The Bobby Man for a very long time, and based on what I know, I think Roger was hurt by a mannequin back in the day. I think a mannequin broke his heart, and I think he has an alcohol mannequin-related things. Let's hear it. And Carol Davis, as the bitch, has the movie's single funny line. She pushes somebody down an escalator and then complains that she broke her camera. Studying for the studying the press material for Mannequin, I learned that Michael Gottlieb, the director, got the idea for this movie five years ago when he was walking down Fifth Avenue and thought he saw a mannequin move in the window of Bergdorf Goodman. Just thought you'd like to know. <laughs> wow. I think this review deserves the, the first couple of sentences to be read. Give it to us. This movie is a real curiosity. It's dead. I don't mean it's bad. A lot of bad movies are fairly throbbing with life. Mannequin is dead. The wake lasts one and a half hours, and then we can leave the theater. Wow. 
Oh my God. Halfway through, I was ready for someone to lead us in reciting the rosary. Okay. He hated this. I'm going to sum it up like this. Scathing. If this movie is as awful as Ebert says it is, don't blame yourself for watching this movie. Because if you watch this movie because you saw this trailer, you're a good person. Because anyone with a heart of gold will want to see this movie at that trailer. Well, even so, I. I don't, I, I don't know about the, the color or uh, metal that anyone's heart is made out of, but um, I would say that, that it shows how good of a trailer it was because that was like a really exciting and fun trailer and all of us rated it really high. And then this movie just like shat the bed, I guess. So, uh, Charlie, uh, you, you're going to love this thing. Uh, for some reason, they made a sequel of this movie and that sequel is considered the worst sequel of all time like by, by sequel critics. But then they made a third movie. Derek, you probably know this too. They made a third movie, which is called Prem Shakti, which is a Native American version of Mannequin, which is an amazing segue to our next movie that we're going to watch, Indian in the Cupboard. Whoa, that was an amazing segue. Oh, I'm like the smoothest guy in the world. That segue was so good, it could drive you off a cliff. And I hope that doesn't happen in uh, any of these movies. This isn't a road movie, Derek. <laughs> I just said that because that's how the guy who invented it died. Oh, what? I think <laughs> I didn't know that. that. I did not yes, know that. In like 2011, he wrote it off a cliff in England. Who? The guy the who, guy like, who owned the Segway. company, yeah. What company? Segway.org. The invention's called Segway, but I think the company was something else. Wow. Is this like a known fact that people joke about a lot? Because this is Yeah, yeah I, I'm pretty sure I, I knew that. It was yeah. a big news story. I don't uh, that is irony at its finest. Them. And there's a there's a very beautiful I'm sorry to digress before the ending in the cover. There's a beautiful <laughs> article. There's all. a there's a wonderful Wikipedia list of inventor inventors that have been killed by their own inventions. <laughs> and I think he's my favorite and and also the guy who invented the parachute during his first test, he jumped off the Eiffel Tower and Oh, died. I knew that one too. I knew that one too. Yeah. <laughs> thought, it was way too. Stopped. And he made it like out of a coat. Uh, he died and they're like, off the- all right, good idea. RAP. Let's, let's, uh, let's make it a little let's better. Yeah. Let's Jump from a little higher. <laughs> Without any further ado, let's watch the Indian in the Cupboard 1995 movie trailer. Paramount Pictures invites you. the door. Giant! Me? I relay. Believe your eyes. I have a magic cupboard that has a magic key. I put a plastic in me and in the cupboard and it came alive. You are so real. Yes. Are you? Open your mind. He is a real Iroquois man. He talks, eats, he trusts me. That's very interesting. Good imagination. And live the adventure. Wow. This is the plastic Indian? Not plastic anymore. No! Yes! No, it's not a game! <laughs> Don't put them together. You know, cowboys and Indians. Duh! Everybody's so big. You can't. They're people. You can't use people. 
learn to be a man. You should not do magic. You do not understand. From the best-loved classic of adventure and imagination. I will be with you when the sun rises. One more time. The Indian in the Cupboard. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I feel, that was heartwarming. I feel strange. <laughs> I I didn't realize this. I used to read these books when I was a kid. These were books. I didn't even mm. uh, know that there there was a movie of the books or whatever. I, I just I just just all came running back into my mind. Yeah, I had the I had the VHS and it came with the little toy of the guy. Whoa, that's awesome. Like the same size. I'm just kind of bummed it wasn't Owen Wilson. <laughs> oh yeah. They totally stole that. Wow, you're so right. The bathing music. Wow. 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 <laughs> I, I would have loved that if I was if that was Owen Wilson. I feel very strange about that movie because like even though it seemed like redeemable and sweet, there is something that felt very wrong about it, but I kept my finger on it. Um, I don't know. For me it was just like uh, the special effects were like okay you know like when he was like dove to catch the the cowboy yeah and it was just kind of like it it was it was it wasn't convincing let's just say that so uh to sum up the trailer as i tend to do um what i gather is this little boy gets a cupboard as a gift which who gives a kid a cupboard as a gift that's a different story for a different day but he gets a cupboard as a gift and he puts his toys in the cupboard but when you put the toys in the cupboard they come out alive which we saw Darth Vader and Robocop, and, and, and the main character looked like a Native American guy, and they had the best time. But then he had a crazy friend. He put dinosaurs in there, and shit went crazy. Yeah, is that, that kid was a dick. Yeah. Not cool. But you know what? I kind of I kind of understood where that kid's coming from, because if you tell me you make dino, uh, uh, toys alive, the first thing I'm doing is I had a T-Rex toy when I was a little kid that I loved. I would have loved to see that puppy go all over the walls as a real dinosaur. <laughs> So, uh, I just don't think that's how it happened in the book, but like I just remembered the book like five seconds ago, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give it a hard time. I don't really feel that passionately about this movie, to be honest. <laughs> no, it's it was like even as a kid, I remember like you know you go through your 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 VHSs and then you're like, well, I guess I'll watch Indian in the Cupboard again, uh, <laughs> and it's just like it's it's just like really boring. It barely ever leaves this kid's. Uh, room she just yeah it seemed so okay and that goes really off the rails when he starts experimenting sexually with the native american <laughs> yeah yeah wasn't there a scene it's where a beautiful like, coming age story yeah coming wait age. i read somewhere that like he like gets a bonus watching like a motley Crue music video girls 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 do you is that real because i made my thing up oh no 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 mine's mine's actually real that there's a scene when he's watching a motley Crue video and like he gets like a boner Really? Well, that's what it says here. I don't remember that. <laughs> this is a different movie. About. No, no, this is Derek seen the movie. I haven't seen the movie. I'm just the guy who read Wikipedia. Well, maybe you know what? That'd be a funny thing for Wikipedia to like fuck up, you know? Because Wikipedia always yeah. has like one guy messing with them. Um, I guess we'd have to watch this movie to find out. This kind of we can't just like say there might be a scene where this little kid gets a boner in this strange movie and just not follow up. Yeah, I so, see that though the 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 toy like gives him life lessons and shit. Well, it could be I, like I'm confused. 
from watching MTV. <laughs> that scene in the trailer where he was like, be a man, don't use magic, you don't understand, was really yeah. him like, you know, <laughs> that was the scene right after the, the Motley Crue music video scene. <laughs> I think the Stop more... bringing me to life to show me your me-sized boner. <laughs> I don't feel like explaining this to you. I think the moral of this story is that don't make a live-action Toy Story. I think that's what the whole point of this movie was, to let everyone know live-action Toy Story is a bad idea. Yeah, it's kind of funny. We're doing things that come alive and like we keep bringing up Toy Story, but none of these are Toy Story. This one tried really hard to be better than Toy Story. And I think that's the same year, 95. Toy Toy Story is the quintessential things come alive movie, I guess. I would say Chucky is. Chucky Chucky, comes alive. Chucky does come alive. Frankenstein. Frankenstein is literally the thing where they go, it's alive. Well, if you want to do like human are living parts coming to life uh, coming to life then that's another episode this, these are like inanimate things that come to chucky's life chucky's an inanimate thing chucky's a, yeah a, that's a what i'm saying yeah yeah that but you counts. said frankenstein you said frankenstein and if we're gonna do that you're gonna lump in skeletons and zombies also zombies, he, he, he meant he meant beethoven he meant beethoven no, the robots. dog when he said <laughs> beethoven the dog the shaggy dog god we go down this line forever uh, all right, we should rate this already. The trailer was okay. We'll give it a five. I'm and I, I think that it probably, yeah, probably was a mediocre movie as well. So, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it, not a good trailer. Four out of 10. I remember hating it growing up, and I remember hating it now. I probably got the Indian in the cupboard for Christmas from my aunt or something. Wait, I, 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 I'm sorry to obsess over this, over the thing I said before, but I want to bring this up again. I got a quote from Frank Oz, the director of the movie. And he said that uh, after this movie came out, I realized that I'm a bad children director and the Motley Crue music video was a bad idea. <laughs> Whoa. What? That's wild. That's... What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I can stop obsessing over it. Now let's, uh, n- 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 now let's go uh, to the Ryan Tomato scale. How, how do we feel about the tomato meter? Probably was not a great movie. Um I'm going to give this uh, 45. Yeah, I'm kind of there too. I'm going to say like 53 and a half. Nice. 53 and a half. Point two. Guys. 53 and a half point two. Guys, this is the most fucked up thing I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 73. They liked it. What? God damn it. And I've lost. That's it. I'm out of the game. Wait, how is that possible? That was the by far the absolute worst movie trailer I've ever seen. How the they like little kid boners? I don't know. They like little kid boners. Okay, this is what they said. When a seeing a kid have a boner, it makes you think this is a good movie. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's not what they said. (laughs) This is my kind of movie. (laughs) This is the this is the actual tomato meter critic consensus. The Indian in the cupboard gussies up its classic source material and modern effect without losing sight of the timeless themes at heart of the story. I feel like that was the complete opposite review I would have gotten from that trailer. Well, you know what? It's getting a lot of points for being a classic children's book, I think is the thing. That's what they're saying. I mean, I love those books. Uh, Robert Banana, the Eagle, says two stars. Wow, Roger liked that little mannequin? I'm so offended. <laughs> that first sentence like that is one great. And a half stars more. Yeah, give us the first sentence. There's a word for the Indian in the cupboard, and that word is creepy. Yes, 
he gets it. Roger, sometimes <laughs> Roger doesn't have my back, but other times he does. And he, he has my back right now. Let's give the last paragraph now. Final thoughts, Robert Banana. The Indian in the cupboard is not exhilarating or exciting or funny in the ways that E.T. was. And although it tries for the same realism in its depiction of its children, it stumbles over the plight of its uh, of its little people who become the playthings of the kid gods. Oh. E.T. was what he was and dominated his scenes. Little Bear and Boone always seem to be missing something, as if they're happy to be tiny pawns in the plot of a children's story. Oof. The movie looks like a great idea, and I'm sure the TV ads will make it seem like fun. Hey, love when he shouts us out. Yeah, But my you. hunch is... Kids will find this story depressing in ways they can't fully express. Wow, that's kind of. I think that's what I got from it. That's why I'm sad all the time from owning this. Is that why you're so depressing deep, to hang out with, Derek? Deep trauma. Yes. <laughs> I go. What if we're alive? Play things for kid gods. <laughs> that's kind of interesting. it's kind of what you want, you know. Toy Story doesn't always go through the existential horror of. Until four, maybe with the spoon, but um, this dealt with that more directly. I think it's an interesting take from Robert Ebert, though, because he was thinking about how like the kids are going to like understand this movie, and it's it's like kids don't make kids movies; adults do. So that I've I kind of like I'm I'm just intrigued having never heard a like a review like this. You know, it's like it's true. Probably you know, movies can fuck up you know small child. Yeah. Yeah, you're so right. And like that movie specifically, I'm so glad I didn't watch it as a child because I would have had really sad thoughts. Because like, like no time during Toy Story am I feeling like, oh my god, is it fucked up what we do to toys? And this movie kind of like makes me feel like, wow, like if toys are real, this is fucked. So far, both of these movies are things like a really lonely person, a guy or a kid, really lonely person who gets a friend and a thing that comes alive and then they're alienated because no one believes them. Yeah. And it's kind of like toy story is it's happy. It's like, it's the fantasy that all children have where you want your toys to be alive. You wish you could like play with your toys as like friends. And this is kind of like an accident. Like, fuck, what do I do? My toy is alive. Yeah. And like Andy, it's real now. Andy from Toy Story is so blessed because he never, he's ignorant of the, the existential anguish that his toys have gone through. Uh, like the, <laughs> the anguish he would have forever if he knew that they could suffer and feel. Yeah. <laughs> he like put them through shit for years and then just threw them away in Toy Story 3. Yeah, how fucked up would that be if he just if Woody just like opened up to me like you know what you're really hurting my feelings <laughs> like Woody? You know what it'd be? It would be the Indian in the cupboard. Yeah. Yes. And he's like a God. sad guy in his room. He's like, why am I alive? Help me. <laughs> and can we also address wow. the, the elephant in the room? It's the Native American in the cupboard. Let's. Yeah, let's, you can't. We, we, 1995 get your shit together you shouldn't be saying indian it's rude it's it's yeah get your shit together the past yeah you know who who (laughs) indian is yeah you that was a serious elephant in the room the past you fucked up they fucked up and and, uh i want to bring myself really back to the past with this next movie uh flubber because this was a past before robin williams is dead 
Dude, he died on my birthday, on my like 18th or 19th birthday. And I remember I was like about to go out to like a party. And it was like a party in my honor. Everyone's like, we're going to get drunk tonight for Joey. And as we're like getting like on, on our way there, we all get like the alert that Robin Williams died. And like the first hour of the You got the Robin Williams alerts too? <laughs> that was my favorite app. <laughs> Until that fateful day. I know. <laughs> Damn. And like the first hour of my 19th birthday party was just all of us just like sitting around talking about our favorite Robin Williams scenes. And it's sad. Wow, that sucks. Man, well, at least your toys didn't come alive and like wish they were dead. Wait, wait. <laughs> I have Kai, Kai, you mentioned one fun fact about toys before we watch Flubber. Yes. Uh, so Robin Williams almost wasn't cast in this movie because it's a, it's a Disney movie. And Robin Williams got in a huge fight with Disney because he made a contract when he was Aladdin. And he was like, if I'm going to be the genie in Aladdin, you have to promise me one thing. You won't sell toys after the genie because I don't believe in toys. I think toys send kids the wrong message or something like that. And then Disney being Disney, after they signed that contract, totally just started selling genie toys. And, yeah, uh, I had one. Yeah, yeah, but it Robin, like Williams, Robin Williams made a rubber. Rubber Williams. He's against toys. And basically, the director of this movie was like, Robin, there's no one that can play this character except for you. Can you just apologize to Walt Disney so we can get you? And uh, so he had to apologize to like the Disney crew in order to play this movie. Just because. I'm he- sorry. Please put me in your movie intended for merchandising. <laughs> he was probably Robin- traumatized by the Indian in the cover. <laughs> yes, that's uh, what it was. <laughs> So let's, uh, without any, I'm kind of, I'm wondering now I, of when I got the VHS for anything in the cupboard, like they couldn't, they couldn't sell actual toys. So the movie just came with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, re- I'm realizing that now I'm having maybe not the first time realizing something about my childhood from, from doing this podcast. Don't be the last time. If anything, I hope this is therapeutic for you. And I'm sure Flubber will about to, is about to reawaken some feelings. So. Here we go. I love you with all my heart. With every molecule, every atom. I love you on a subatomic level. This is going to be the very last time I try to marry you. I'm going to die and disappoint you. On the most important day of his life, Philip Brainerd, the world's most absent-minded professor, made a few little mistakes. Wow, what a bang. And one gigantic flub. Flubber. Flubber? Sounds like baby shampoo. It's a metastable compound. If you apply a small amount of energy, it liberates an enormous quantity of energy. This destiny has applications in the field of sports. When I exit this window, the flubber will send me right back up unharmed. Are you nuts? Ta-ta, my love. Walt Disney Pictures presents A classic story Sorry, first time flyer A boy Meets him! This Thanksgiving (laughs) Discover the stuff That dreams are made of Robin Williams. Oh, 
Robber. got a fat wow. ass. I feel yeah, bad that Robin Williams had to apologize to Disney to make this movie. Put me in Flubber, think... the movie where they eat the goo and they shit it out in a fart <laughs> and it flies through the window. I uh, I think this is just the Mucinex commercial. <laughs> it's I'm boogers. It's bouncy boogers <laughs> that make you bouncy and fly and they have personalities and and fat donkey asses. <laughs> yeah, giant dummy, fucking dummy thick. Uh, that's the only difference, though, from the one that I watched as a child, which was, I think, from the 60s, is that back then it was like the same movie, but there was no personality to the flubber. It was just like a cool invention. In the early it, Nutty it Professor? Up. Yeah. The, yeah, like the I think first that one. is, isn't that one of the things he invents before the actual plot yeah. of the movie? Yeah, he inv- and then it like helped him with sports and shit. bouncy thing. <laughs> yeah. You're beautiful. Or maybe, yeah, I, I'm thinking of so many movies right now. Charlie, I want to play a little game real fast. Can you recap yeah. the trailer? And then I'm going to read the, what the movie's about, and I want to see if it lines up, because I don't think it does. So quickly recap okay. the trailer. But also, before I do this, I want to say that I, I actually I didn't dislike this trailer. I thought that uh, The Mannequin probably was the best trailer of the day, but I didn't dislike this trailer. Okay, so here's my description. There's a MacGyver type dude, and he is inventing some stuff. Uh, and he's like, you know, his marriage is falling apart. You know, he need, he needs this one thing. But all of a sudden, something goes wrong, and shit starts exploding in his lab and bouncing all over the place. And he's like, hmm, curious. Uh, and so here we are. He's got this new invention, and he doesn't know what to do with it. And uh, he thinks it's going to like do all this stuff, like bounce and everything. But then it comes alive, and uh, they do a musical number at the end. Okay, I'm going to read you what Wikipedia says. The, the that plot is of wrong. The, the was plot. That, did that seem accurate? No, that that's exactly what the trailer. trailer was. That was what the trailer was. But this is what the, <laughs> yeah. this is what the plot of the movie is. Uh, Professor Brainard tries to save his girlfriend's college that she's the president of, which is losing money by making a, a new experiment that is based off of a, like a rubber type thing. But it comes alive and it makes him go sidetrack from his original plan. Did you get that the college was failing or anything and that like they need to save the college? No, but it's Not just the trailer. trailer. You don't need yeah. to. You don't need to give the backstory to the plot. Just you need the like... funny goose slime for kids to come see. Yeah, the baby funny shit. goose slime makes you do fart noise, and it ha- and it does limbo <laughs> music. It's making me remember this trend in the late '90s where they did a lot of like that kind of limbo music when a funny thing yeah, was happening. I, I feel like I remember Everybody that. limbo. Did you guys catch that They were playing, by the way, they were playing the song from um, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, a Nightmare Before Christmas. Really? Yeah. The, the song that was playing throughout the movie is the song, What's This? What's This? Something, something, something. What's this? No, that's just how they all sounded. No, I swear to God. <laughs> that's swear- quirky music. Yeah, you're it just, play, you're and just it's like the beginning scene of every single movie from 1994 to 1999. It shows Even the, the small town, movie. and then it goes like, 
Like the Hula it's stuff the same was as totally Jumanji. in Scooby Doo, right? Oh yeah, I don't know why they thought that was so funny. I'm on yeah, Nightmare Before was... Christmas's trivia page, and one of the trivia facts is that this song is also in the Flubber commercial. Fuck you guys! You made that up just That's now. That's definitely a lie. I'm sending it in, in the group chat. It's in the group. That's chat. today's like, big lie. No, it's not. A big is this lie. today's big lie? Wait, I'm sorry. I'm How gonna set sidetrack. Uh, <laughs> is this real? Am I? I'm clicking on it. <laughs> yeah, go, I type in. Uh, find. Go to the trivia section. Joey, this is a video of a man having sex with a horse. Yeah, this is this is glass ass this is video. Mr. Hands. Wait, I didn't mean to get a sidetracked. I'm so sorry. What were we just talking about before I got caught? I think we need to rate it. Uh, I'll give this trailer a 6 out of 10. Yeah, this uh, trailer's like a 5 for me. I'm going to give it a 6 yeah, too. And, and then we remember his robot. His robot was cute. The reason yeah, I'm going to give it a 6 good. is because... I, I love the musical choice, as I just explained to you guys. Uh, I also really appreciated just Robin Williams being present and, and not dead. And anytime Robin Williams is alive, it, it makes me happy. The, 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 that's, He's that's not what, alive. That's what, Robin Williams being alive in that movie is more exciting. He's than alive in the past. <laughs> yeah. We are remembering him now. <laughs> well, hey, um, that's what uh, being a celebrity is. It's just... Uh, People will remember you when you die instead of forgetting you. And that makes you immortal. Yes, Unlike Flubber, which is... will be forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for, by us. The, the tra- even though the trailer was entertaining, I'd rather rewatch that trailer five more times than actually see the movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, same. The early, like, it just is a reminder that for some reason, little kids fucking love slime. Yeah, that's true. Like the top YouTube videos are all going to be slime videos. And when we were little, Nickelodeon was all going to slime. I used to buy these Ninja Turtles, the Ninja Turtle action figures, and they would all come with slime. I had Gak. What's Yeah, Yeah, I I ordered Gak from Nickelodeon magazine. It was like it was stinky goo. Kids, kids love stinky goo. Uh, something's wrong with them. I'd gack. It gave me acne. They called it gackney. <laughs> and that is why you are just the producer, not a comedian, Charlie. Jesus, I <laughs> damn it! Today I was big producer. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying. I was going out on a limb. I was like, maybe today they'll let me be a comedian. One of these days, that, uh, Charlie will, will finally get something that's funny, but not today. Today will not be that day. And uh, hopefully, I'm thinking this didn't do that well on Rotten Tomatoes. And this is like, I can't win. Uh, Derek's already won. But if I have to guess, I would say this is like a 35. We go with like a, like a, like a 49 or 50. 49 you're going with. Well, uh, this is just for me to at least have one point and not get sweat for my own pride. I said 35. And what did Derek say? 49. He said 100. Oh! I didn't say 100. I didn't say no 100. Derek, I got bad <laughs> news for you. You are the biggest loser in the flubber category because it's a 24. Oh, oh, oh. oh I am not the... I, I just didn't want to get sweat. I am so... I have, only, I have only fond memories of this movie, and I'm starting to think... I'm, I'm. This is the childhood revelation I'm having during this trailer is... <laughs> You know, kids like to watch movies over and over again, 
And oh my God, I must have tortured my parents playing this VHS over and over again. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's, it's not almost good. Like, it's almost like kids are just a stupider version of adults. They're dumb. They have bad senses of humor and they fetishize slime. <laughs> this is what the tomato wow. meter says about the slimy fuck fest. The tomat, the tomatometer. Tomometer. There we go. Uh, Found is, it. is that what it's actually? I've been saying tomato meter this whole time. The is, thermometer. Is that what it's actually called? I doubt it. Yes. To, the yes. thermometer. This is the thermometer. It says. It says, with its overreactive focus on special effects and tiresome slapstick, Flubber squanders the immersed talent of its cast and crew. Yeah, I think that's that, that, that's about right. I yeah, think. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. fair. With the one star from Robert the Banana Eagle. We have oh, one star. One star. So one star. he says the suspense the suspense hinges on whether Brainerd can save Flubber from Croft, fight off Smith and Wesson, marry the girl, and save the university. Call me perverse, but just once for sheer novelty value, I'd like one of these movies to end with the hero losing the rights to his invention while the bad guy marries the girl and the school goes belly up. Just once I want that school. <laughs> Just once I want the specifics of this movie to be the opposite. The school always gets funding. <laughs> so so let's let's just round up everything we learned today. All three movies Robert Ebert hated. The one that we all hated the most was the best received on Rotten Tomatoes and by Roger Ebert. Uh, we learned that Robin Williams is in fact dead and that um and that, that mannequin was kind of sexy, even though she was a mannequin. Does that, does that sum yeah. up this whole episode? And that the Sounds flubber, fat, green, slime asses input crazy <laughs> fetishes in my mind that would permeate my romantic life for the his <laughs> entire history of time. I wow. Ass. Yeah. And I, I, ass. Think, I think after the, the, that, that ass anine remark by Derek, I think, I think we have nothing left to do but to wrap it up. Uh, this was such a fun edition of trailer trashing. Uh, kids, don't, don't play with your toys if they're alive. Just leave them the way they are. And, uh, stay away from Motley Crue. And, and don't let, yes, yeah, stay away from Motley Crue and, and be safe out there and, and have it and enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Joey Rinaldi. That was Charlie Wine Chicken, Derek Blight. We'll be back next week with more movie trailers. Thank you.